0: Every Wednesday on ScoopsWithDannyMac.com, we have the chance to visit with Brian Walden of theCardinalNation.com. We're brought to you by Blue Tail Medical Group, great alternative before surgery. Think Blue Tail Medical Group, Bays Crane Wolf. The doctors at Blue Tail can help you make sure you stay in the game as quickly as possible, or in just the game of life. And that's BlueTailMedicalGroup.com. Hey Brian, good morning. How are you? Doing great, Dan. Uh, what's been happening with the minor leagues? You know, we, we saw some slow starts from the, the various clubs of the minor leagues, but let's uh, run through what's happening right now with the minor league teams. What's going on?
1: Yeah, we're about three weeks, three, four weeks plus a day into the minor league season, so that's less than 20% of the schedule. So it's still early. But what we've seen across the Cardinal system is, Um, they're not playing winning baseball, frankly. Across the system, they're uh, about uh, 333, roughly, win one of every three games or two of every six series. And uh, with the exception of Memphis, they're all in last place. I'm talking about Springfield, Peoria, Palm Beach in their division. So uh, generally speaking, the offenses have been okay, uh, inconsistent, but the pitching has been a real problem, and specifically uh, relief pitching, which, Again, you know, it's a little bit of a microcosm of what's happening in St. Louis right now. But, you know, part of the concern is that with Memphis pitching uh, not doing well, you know, particularly well, there's a limited number of of folks that can be called up and and will contribute at a high level.
0: Yeah, I I wanted to ask you about Matthew Liberatore. Um, How does the Olympic qualifying work? He's been named to that team. What does this mean for Matthew and what he does with Memphis and then what he's trying to do for Team USA?
1: Yeah, first of all, Matthew Libertor, as a lot of folks know, uh, last pitched in Class A ball back in 2019, but he had the opportunity to pitch in Cardinals Major League camps last year and this year as well, performed very well. It's a big step for him, and and, uh, negative – Thinkers let's say, well, Libertor is 3 with a 5.47 ERA. Obviously, he's not ready for AAA. But the reality is he's got 21 strikeouts against five walks. Uh, batting average against is good. Uh, walks plus hits per inning pitch or base runners is about 1.3. So, you know, his number peripherals look good. Matthew Libertor is adjusting to the AAA game quite well. Now, as you mentioned, he stepped away from the team to participate in USA's, Team USA's training camp. And that's going to basically occur through the, the rest of this month. It's not a long-term um, uh, type of informa- situation where they're going to be in a qualifier through June 5th in Florida, and the winner of this qualifier will qualify for the Tokyo Olympics. So he's going to be away from the team for, what, a couple weeks at most, um, but and while he's doing that, he's on what's called the temporarily inactive list, which means uh, Memphis could add another player to replace him on the roster. So, um, you know, he'll leave again, you know, when the Olympics come. But uh, right now this is an opportunity for him to participate uh, at at the um, – national and global level, and it's available to players who are not on 40-man rosters. So we also saw some of you know former Cardinals who are not with teams like the John Jay, for example, also participate in Team USA. But anybody on the 40-man roster is exempt from uh, that, that effort.
0: How about Zach Thompson? And I always want to keep an eye on him, especially with the Cardinals, with some question marks at the Major League Club. But uh, what has his season been like so far in the minor leagues?
1: Zach Thompson's uh, had a little bit of a bumpy... Um, introduction to AAA, uh, walked some guys, given up some hits, um, had been starting, pitched one game in relief, but now is back in the rotation. And again, I don't think folks should be too concerned early on, because like Libertor, he was challenged, Zach Thompson I'm specifically mentioning, was challenged without any AA experience. And so it may take a while for these guys to, to play up to their league. But you know, certainly we're not in a position right now where uh, Zach Thompson, you know, could be called up and help the Cardinals from the left side of the pen. That you know, he's going to need time in in Memphis and in AAA to get acclimated to that level.
0: Yeah, I, it seems like that if you could ideally draw it up, Brian. The Cardinals historically have done this if they're going to have a major league pitcher, even if a guy goes in the rotation. Ideally, I think they would like to see them get their feet wet in the bullpen. Would you agree with that?
1: That's right. And, and really, as you look at the, the makeup of the roster, with Johan Oviedo, you know, sort of functioning as that extra starter, there's not a lot of pressure right now to take a Libertor or a Thompson and throw them into the rotation and, and make them sink or swim. And then, of course, you know, they also have guys with, with starting experience in the past, like a Ponce de Leon, that they could stretch out again if they wanted to. And, of course, Alex Reyes also wants to compete in that role, although, you know, he's pretty well locked into closure this year. So, you know, unless the injuries really hit the rotation, the Cardinals have other options without having to make Libertor or Thompson start this year, but you know, getting their feet wet in the bullpen would be a nice thing perhaps later in the in the year. Uh you know to compete next year, and, and by the way, I should mention Tommy Parsons as well, who just you know continues to pitch well whenever called upon. You know he's a guy that could also obviously he's not a left hander, but you know he's another guy that might uh, you know follow that same role where maybe he won't be a major league starter, but he could be a valuable guy you know in the bullpen, um, a la a Woodford or a, or a Ponce de Leon in the past.
0: Well, he intrigues me because he's a strike thrower, and this team needs to throw strikes, and I'm, I'm sure you agree with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. The 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 problem with walks is something that's not just specific to the Major League Cardinals. And as you said, Tommy Parsons is a guy that that comes in and in whatever situation he throws strikes, he gets out. Yeah, he doesn't throw ninety eight, uh, but you know he gets the job done. And you know as you have seen every night, Dan, you know the the walks are just killing the Cardinals. They've got to find some guys that can throw strikes.
0: No doubt, Andrew Miller rehab assignment with Memphis, and uh, looked like he got into a game last night.
1: Yeah, he got into a groove uh, through uh, I think ten or fourteen pitches for strikes. You know, nice one, two, three inning against a good AAA lineup in in the in Gwinnett. Um, he's going to pitch again on Thursday, and you know, assuming all things are go, I think we'll see him back in the pen this weekend.
0: There's a, a few position players I want to get into, but how about Nolan Gorman? It looks like he's starting to to figure it out at Double A.
1: That's right, and you know, this is again, uh, you know, new guys at new levels. This is Gorman's first opportunity to play at the Double A level. And uh, he started off slowly this year, and the Cardinals really wanted him to focus on you know getting his feet on the ground offensively for the first few weeks before they had him move over to second base and see you know the first league action there now they've as he started to show some consistency with the bat they 've now have have him playing some at second base as well, as you know he looks to become more versatile defensively to compete for a roster spot with St. Louis next year.
0: What have you heard about his adjustment defensively, whether it be to second base or even some reps potentially in the outfield?
1: have not heard anything about him playing any outfield that 's something that You know, folks look at the need at the major league level and project and say, gee, that would be great. But, you know, it's not something that's necessarily simple. I don't know if Nolan's played the outfield in his past, uh, you know, in his past history, but the focus right now seems to be on second base. And frankly, if you go forward with the Cardinals and look, uh, you know, Tommy Edmund is comfortable in the outfield. Uh, Maybe not the long-term that you'd want for him, but let's say Gorman was ready to come up to the major leagues today. You know, he would be more logical at second base, and you you move Edmund out to the outfield. So I I just don't think they're going to try to push and make Gorman become a total utility guy because – we can't lose sight of the fact his bat is what's going to get him in that lineup, and he needs to hit.
0: Yes, he does, and not you don't see it very often. But guys, position players normally don't jump from AA to the major leagues. You might get a pitcher that does it, but typically it's it's level to level to level. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely, Dan. You know, I think the ideal scenario for the Cardinals would be that Gorman tears up AA this season and gets a shot at AAA late in the year and, you know, does well their year, does well there. Sort of like the if you look back to the – to the, uh, the blueprint that Dylan Carlson had, where he you know played extremely well in double-A, was a you know, player of the year, all that. Got, a, got enough of a taste of triple-A in the final month to show that he could play the level, and then he came to you know, camp the next spring ready to compete for a major league job. Now, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Carlson, but that would be the ideal situation for the Cardinals, I think.
0: I think it's always interesting to hear how Delvin Perez is faring the former top shortstop prospect in terms of where they picked him in the draft. Um, Delvin is getting a crack at double a the highest level he's played at how has he fared so far
1: yeah you know delvin perez is another guy who's you know who skipped a level basically and is you know playing after playing at class a and it, you know we also of course skipped a year in in, in between but uh delvin perez uh has been playing you know been, been the leadoff better they put him at, at leadoff spot in in, in uh, at springfield and he has certainly the skills on the the skills once he gets on the bases to do havoc but the problems that that Delvin Perez have had in the past have shown least early on, and that is, you know, an inability to get on base. And he needs to continue to work on not only showing more than singles power, but also taking the walk. And he had a nice home run last night, which is, you know, good to see. But, again, home runs aren't going to be what's going to get Delvin Perez to the major leagues. He could probably defensively handle shortstop today. But you know, offensively, he still has a long way to go before he can help the Cardinals.
0: How about John Torres? He's a guy that intrigues a lot of fans too.
1: Yeah, John Torres, power hitting outfielder. Uh, you know, he's playing in a in a lineup that hasn't scored a lot of runs, and uh, right now he only has maybe four RBI on the year. So, uh, but uh, John Torres is a guy that you know got a shot at Class A in uh, 2019. Really wasn't ready for the level and, uh, you know, needs to go back and play some consistent ball. He's, uh, you know, he's playing okay right now, but certainly not up to the capability. But, again, it's early in the year.
0: Early in the year, any tendencies because of having no season in the minor leagues in in terms of lack of control, lack of hitting, uh, whatever the case may be? Are you seeing anything right now in minor league baseball?
1: Well, I I would say... You know, we talked a lot about the Cardinals' struggles offensively and defensively as a system. What I tried to do, and I've got a detailed article up about this, is look at how the Cardinals stack up against their peers on the the other teams in their leagues. Because, you know, on one hand you say, well, gosh, you know, the guys didn't throw last year. You know, and the starters aren't going deep into the games, and that's all true. But you know, other organizations were basically in the in the same situation. And right now, you know, there's definitely concern, uh, at least on my part, as I look at the numbers of the pitching uh, across the system, and that needs to straighten out for these minor league teams to be more competitive
0: this year. It's been a, a tough go here for the Cardinals. They have dropped seven of ten, including Flaherty's start last night. Uh, poor defense, walks, hit batters. It's, it's not, not only losing games, Brian, but the manner in which the Cardinals have lost some of these games.
1: Yeah, it's just not—it's just not Cardinals baseball as we've known it. And it's—it's it's, it, granted the competition certainly. The White Sox are a first place team, and the Cubs are always a contender, but and the Padres. But you know, you just don't like how the Cardinals are are stacking up against these better quality opponents. And you know, it's wonderful that there's a four game series against Arizona coming up, who's a seller dwelling team, but. The Cardinals have to show an ability to play well against the good opponents. And when you've got your ace going like Flaherty does, you, know, you can't come on the field and start making errors before the fans are even in their seats and, and you know just put your team in a hole because we've seen the offense is not consistent. They, you know, they can score runs in bunches, but they haven't scored enough runs consistently to you know, give the other team extra outs like they've been doing lately.
0: And I'll wrap it up with this. What's happening at thecardinalnation.com?
1: Well, we continue our in depth team reports by the uh, various reporters that we have in the Cardinals Minor League City, so we can, you know, you can get a lot more information on uh, what's going on. We break down every transaction in the system, so, went into some detail about Libertor, but also the players who moved up to replace him uh, Connor Thomas, Michael Bertel, et cetera. So, you know, every time there's a move like a Libertor going on, the uh, going on the temporary inactive list, there are other players who move up that op- you know, get an opportunity to participate at a higher level. So we break down all that information. And, of course, we're still all, already still selling copies of the Cardinal Nation Prospect Guide in both PDF and online versions for those who want to dig in deeper on the, the top tier of prospects, 50, 60 prospects across the system.
0: Hey, Brian, as always, thank you. We'll catch up next Wednesday. Take care, Dan. That's Brian Walden of thecardinalnation.com. And, again, we're presented by Blue Tail Medical Group.